Welcome to the Port City Church Podcast. You're listening to our Advent Meditation Series, where we're slowing down in order to prepare our hearts to celebrate Christ this Christmas. To help guide our time, we'll read together in the Gospels, each week focusing on a different theme, with this week's theme centering on the prayers of Jesus. We hope these Advent Meditations will focus our minds and prepare our hearts to celebrate Christ this Christmas season, as we let Jesus introduce Himself to us all over again. Happy Wednesday, and welcome back to our Advent Meditation Series, as we're spending the days leading up to Christmas looking at Jesus Christ and the hope His arrival and eventual return brings us. This week's time centers on the prayers of Jesus and how they provide insight into Jesus' mindset, nature, and heart. Through it all, we see that the impending cross was in the background of each prayer, standing in the shadows of His life and mystery. Nevertheless, Jesus knew what awaited Him. And in today's passage, we see Jesus' troubled soul meeting a willing spirit. Before we begin, I want to provide space for you to consider the emotions and thoughts Jesus felt in those moments leading up to the cross. Then, take a moment to pray and thank Jesus for His willingness to experience death so that we might have life. Father, You came with full knowledge of what you were stepping into. You were aware of the pain, the heartache, the suffering, the misunderstanding, the betrayal, the inconvenience, and the loss that you would personally experience in this world. You were fully aware, and still you came, in the most humble way, just like us, and endured all of these things for us. You became obedient to death in order to initiate the redemption of all things, starting with your people. You experience death so that we can have life. How can we thank you for that? How do we comprehend a love so deep? Today, Father, in the next few minutes, would you open our hearts, our minds, and our ears to hear what you're saying to us? We don't want to miss it. Make us aware of your humanity in Jesus, and use that to help us see how our humanity can be used for your glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. One beautiful aspect of Jesus' life is his humanity, which we get glimpses of in the Gospels. He experienced the same vulnerable emotions that we do. He encountered tests and trials, and at times his soul was heavy. And John 12 is one such occurrence. Jesus had just made his triumphal entry into Jerusalem to a spirited crowd, shouting, Hosanna in the highest. And these are the same people who would be a fiery mob demanding his crucifixion just a few days later. As he attempted to prepare his disciples for the approaching chaos and his inevitable departure, some individuals asked to see Jesus. It's here, starting in verse 23, that Jesus puts words to the agony taking place deep within and over what his obedience would require of him. Jesus replied, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, 
my servant also will be. My father will honor the one who serves me. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. No, it was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. And then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. There's a rawness to the emotions Jesus expressed, and we see a man in turmoil. The uneasiness aligns with the prayers Jesus spoke in the Garden of Gethsemane, where with a heavy heart he felt sorrow to the point of death, going as far as asking God to take this cup from him. Fortunately for us, selflessness defeated self-preservation. His calling conquered his fear. His commitment to the Father's glory and our good won out and caused him to say, Not my will, but yours be done. In a way, his words in John 12 serve as a rhetorical prayer. Jesus recognized that it was futile to utter it, as the cross was the only way to bring redemption and reconciliation. This prayer highlights the paradox that is faith. God's glory came through the shame of the cross. Just like a kernel of wheat must die for a harvest to occur, Christ's death brought us life. Because Jesus emptied himself, we can find ourselves beyond full. Jesus calls us to follow him, as we read in John 12, verse 26. And following him means dying first and foremost, to lay down our desires, to lay down our hopes and dreams, to put aside anything other than complete devotion to him and his plan for our lives, to be willing to part with the things that we so easily cling on to for life, and to say to God, I'm willing to lay them down if it means you can use me to bring you glory and bear fruit so that others may know you as God. Self-denial isn't resigning oneself to a life of misery and drudgery. It's actually quite the opposite. True joy, security, and purpose are found by dying to ourselves and living for Christ. But this requires work and intention on our part. It entails counting the cost of following Christ— And we do this by exposing the areas of our hearts where we are chasing comfort and convenience above all else. It necessitates being honest about the line items we don't want to scratch out on our agenda. It means slowing down long enough to reflect and ponder. It begins with the courage to push through comfort's charm and head toward the specific purpose God has for our life, which leads toward a place of refinement, inconvenience, and stretching. Denying ourselves and picking up our cross isn't something we can merely believe in theory, but a challenging step we need to take to be conformed to God's image, a decision we face every day and in every moment. Transformation occurs in those moments when we are willing to deny ourselves. Before we wrap up our time together, we want to provide you some space to respond to what we read and maybe to what God is trying to say to you. First, take a minute to process this question. In what situations do you need to drop your plan, pick up your cross, and follow Christ? Another question to consider is this. What would it look like in this circumstance to say, not my will, but yours be done. 
Now take a moment to pray for what God places on your heart during this time. Then I'll come back and share a prayer for all of us. Lord Jesus, with the pain and suffering awaiting you, it's easy for us to imagine why trouble may have greeted your soul. Yet, it's impossible for us to truly fathom that you went to the cross willingly and saw it as your purpose for entering the mess of humanity. You willingly paid the punishment that we deserved, our guilt placed on your shoulders. God's glory met our shame. May we never forget and cherish this reality. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining us. As you go from here, we'd encourage you to pause at different times throughout the day and utter a short prayer of gratitude for the cross, Christ's sacrifice, and for the depths of love, forgiveness, and grace God extends to you. Join us tomorrow as we continue to meditate on the prayers of Jesus, looking at one of the few occasions Jesus prayed for himself. Until then, Blessings.